Money FM 89.3, best of prime time. In the spotlight on Money FM 89.3. Tim? Yes. When was the last time a brand made you smile and, and you're actually and made you happy to spend money on it? I don't follow brands anymore these days. <laughs> <laughs> or something la. Um, <laughs> a merchandise, anything, a place mm, even. Places, yes. I guess now that yeah. you know I'm so involved in marketing and things like that, I just know what brands are trying to do. Mm. So it, I'm kind of immune to all of kinda this. Kind of ruins experience, yes, doesn't it? Yes, <laughs> exactly. Because you're part of the team looking into yeah. how to make people happy. Mm. So mm. I guess I'm the wrong person to answer that mm. question. But yes, there are certain things that we buy or places we go that make us happy. And that's what I am into, I guess. Yeah, but you know what? There's a research paper out there by the University of British Columbia that's titled, If Money doesn't make you happy, then you probably aren't spending Mm. it right. And it mentioned that the relationship between money and happiness may stem in part, in part Mm -hmm. from the way people spend it. Hmm. Okay. Very philosophical. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) in a recent happiness report by Oracle, it found that only one out of five Singaporeans believe brands have done enough to deliver happiness. It also found that customers are searching for new experiences to make them smile and make them laugh and will reward brands that embrace humor. And walk away from those who don't. Like what? You walk away from snobby brands? Yeah, but if you want to be philosophical about it, the happiness should come from within. Within, yes, I agree. through extrinsic things. But never mind, let's talk to an expert on the insights into what customers really want today. And we have on the line Mr. Jay Tuseth, Vice President of Applications ASEAN and General Manager of Customer Experience APAC. Hello. Hi, everyone. Thank you. I don't think I need to buy anything to be happy. Because it's just the way, you know, I, yes, you buy experiences, you buy a plane ticket and go to you know, places that make you happy. But for me, it's the whole journey of it that makes me happy. But anyway, let's talk about Singaporeans. One in five believe that brands don't do enough to deliver happiness. What do you make of this? Well, I think, I think this speaks to the fact that people are trying to seek joy wherever they can find it, whether it's with an experience or whether with, it's with a, a product that they purchased or a service that they purchased. And mm-hmm. brands need to start to understand that and really start to tie in the powerful emotions that humor, for example, can deliver um, to help deliver a, a happier experience for, for their customers. In fact, when we started looking at this specifically in Singapore, 81% of Singaporeans actually want a brand that will make them smile and mm-hmm. laugh. Mm. Humor, humor is such a powerful in your body, just like a workout high. And mm. so it's a really impactful thing for, for a brand to actually start to deliver. Mm-hmm. Uh, that on the flip side, though, in, on the flip side, business leaders are having a really hard time finding ways to incorporate humor into their customer interaction. Mm. Do, I, do I take it you're talking about the marketing and PR campaigns, etc.? Yeah, the PR outreach, right? Because for me, I find that certain brands may convey a certain image and give you the impression mm-hmm. of a certain kind of experience to expect. But what's more important for me at the end of the day is would be the touch points. You know, do they follow through in their service, in their products? You know, it doesn't matter how humorous or how much they make me laugh in their advertisements, but at the end of the day, it's really the experience itself with the brand. Yes, but humor becomes part of that experience. So it's incorporated into the experience that, that a customer has with the brand. Now, don't get, no, don't get me wrong. So the, the pandemic has definitely altered 
customer demands, and they're looking for happiness in new and different ways. So mm. people are prioritizing health more than they did before. Um, personal connections have become more important as we started to see that fray. And as you mentioned earlier, relative to the report from the British from the University of British Columbia, um, money is also important, and people are looking at that as a mechanism to help them gain happiness as well. Um, but we need to overlay that with the experience that they have with with a brand. Um, and brands are really struggling to, to deliver that experience, especially when it comes to finding ways to deliver happiness in ways that are new and unique and impactful for their customers. So, Jay, let me just try to understand what you're talking about here when you talk about humor and happiness. How does a brand do that? How does a brand make somebody laugh? Well, so, so let me let me give you an example. And so I'll, I'll give you an example from right, right here in Singapore. So do you remember last year there was a, a vaccination campaign mm-hmm. that the Singapore government provided called Get Your Shot, Steady Palm PP? I'll sing it for you if you want me to. <laughs> go go <Okay>. for it. <laughs> I, no, we don't remember at all, Jay. <laughs> Refresh our memory, well, well, please. Well, so, so, so um, <laughs> the, the Singapore came out with a public service announcement, and it was a snappy little jingle with, with un- un- Uncle Fua, and, and millions of people ended up watching that hmm. public service announcement on YouTube. Hmm. Now, to get millions of people to watch anything on YouTube is quite an accomplishment these days, mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. based on the volume of content that's present. So you think, about, you think about the message that they needed to convey. It was a very serious message. It was about getting vaccinated. But by incorporating humor, two things occurred. Um, hmm. First, it actually, it actually um, reached more people. Um, and equally important, humor has a very strong impact on people's memory. Right. So people will remember something that has humor incorporated in, incorporated in it um, more than they'll remember something that doesn't. And so, if you think about all of the noise that people are experiencing today, mm-hmm. if you want if you want your brand to be the signal that cuts through that noise. Humor is a great way to do it. Very interesting you're pointing out humor as part of how brand is remembered. Because if you recall, a decade ago, I think, there was this whole campaign here in this part of the world, at least that I know of, that tugs on your emotions to make you Mm. remember Mm. an insurance company, for Mm. example, and things like that. So does that still work? Mm. Absolutely. Or is making people laugh better than making people cry to remember a brand? It's the same. It's the same experience. Meaning, meaning this. So, they're both emotion, mm-hmm. and emotion and memory are closely tied together. So, if you want someone to remember something, and you can get them to, and you can convey, get them to feel an emotion, experience an emotion around mm-hmm. your message, they'll be much more likely to remember it than if you don't. Okay. And so, whether they're crying or whether they're laughing, the the the, the memory is essentially just. Mm. But are there particular types of products or services that this may apply a lot more than the others? No, not really. In fact, the, 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 what was considered by Adweek to be the funniest advertisement ever mm-hmm. was, for, was for a can of um, was for tinned salmon. So mm-hmm. a can of tinned salmon, so that's the product that has the funniest um, advertisement ever. Mm-hmm. And so it really doesn't matter what it is. The problem, though, is this: it's really hard to deliver humor well. Mm, and if you deliver, true. if you, and if you deliver it poorly, um, you actually have the opportunity to really offend people. Mm. And so, for a brand, it's really hard to deliver humor in a way that gets their message across um, and does it in a humorous way 
um, without really, really understanding their customers really well. So I guess that's where the challenge is, right? Because when you put out something that's funny out there, as you mentioned, you might offend somebody else who might not find it funny at all. Exactly. So how do brands maneuver around this and make it work? Yeah, so I think what they have to do is they really have uh, have to learn more about their customer, they really have to have more attributes mm-hmm. um, that they can that they can that they can leverage, so that they can really target the message to the right people. When you target, as you were right. talking about, a particular way of humor delivered to a particular audience, but in this day and age mm-hmm. with social media and everything, it still gets out there to maybe somebody that's not your, part mm, of your target audience true. who might find Absolutely. something offensive about something, which is a problem. Well, I, I think, days. yeah. Well, I, I think that when you when you really start looking at the way that that brands are starting to target today it's really not the mass mm, it's, yes, it's, not it's not form it's not for mass appeal it's, mm. it's designed for a specific entity or person if you look at loyalty capabilities that people are, are using today mm-hmm. they're really starting to get really focused on targeting individuals and oftentimes that's the the, the, the way that people market has shifted as they really start to look at opt-in mechanisms as, as privacy concerns have become more important and more prevalent, right. um, you really have to become more focused and target anyways. And so the more you know about your customers, the more data you have mm. about the customers, the more likely you'll be successful with this type of an approach. Okay, well, it's been great talking to you. Very happy to talk to you. <laughs> What's too little, you know, um, cheese that you didn't, you know, sing us that song because, you know, to help me call. <laughs> but it, makes, it makes me want to go and look for that now because yes. I don't recall seeing it, but I will look for it. <laughs> but thanks so much for joining us, uh, sharing about, you know, humor and happiness and how that can help businesses do better with their customers. Thank you so much, Jay yep. Tuseth. Thank, Thank you. That was a VP of uh, Applications, ASEAN, and General Manager of Customer Experience, APEC. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.